0: Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Today, we are jumping back into our savings series because with interest rates at highs that we haven't seen in over two decades, I thought we could all use a little reintroduction to the world of savings. Uh, Last week was all about the high yield savings account. This week, let's talk about the CD. Now, I feel like I've talked about CDs a good amount of times over the past month. Uh, You can go back to episode 414. That was the very first episode of Popcorn Finance News this year. I covered some of the basics on CDs there, but let's get into this a little bit more today. CD stands for Certificate of Deposit, and this is one of those terms that doesn't make a whole lot of sense now because we have computers, but way back in the analog world, When you bought a certificate of deposit, you would get an actual signed certificate. Back in the early 1900s here in the U.S., they kind of looked like money. They're in a similar shape and they had like the dollar amounts in the corners and a similar border to like an old $20 bill from around the early 90s. Uh, On the certificate, they would print your name, the date it was issued, and then also the amount of interest that you would earn. Then, you know, as time went on, they moved away from these physical certificates and you know became digitized into what we know now as a CD, because, you know, like most things, as technology came in, a lot of the physical paper stuff kind of went away. Much like the savings accounts that we discussed last week, CDs got their start in the 1600s in the European banking world, and then they were introduced here in the U.S. around the late 1700s. Investopedia actually has a really great short article on this that I'll link to in the show notes. CDs are similar to savings accounts in some ways, and they're different in some others. They both allow you to deposit a chunk of money into an account and then earn a little bit of interest back. But with CDs, they lock up your money for a set period of time. It could be for a few months, it could be for 10 years, uh, but you also get to lock in your interest rate, which is one of the biggest selling points of CDs, because as you know, with a savings account, that interest rate can just change at any time or with the CD, it won't change until you reach the end of that term that you agreed on at the start. If you find yourself in a situation where you need to take money out early from your CD, more than likely what's going to happen is that the CD will have to be closed. And then you're going to have to give up some of the interest that you've earned up until this point. And this varies from bank to bank. Each bank kind of sets their own rules on how much interest you're going to give up if you decide to take your money out of your CD early. Uh, because we're already talking about Ally Bank last week, I decided to look up their uh, penalty schedule. And along with the tiers that they use, because it varies based off of the term, like the length of your CD, uh, they gave some examples based off of a $5,000 CD uh, with an interest rate of 4.25%. So that way you can kind of get a like a dollar amount <laughs> to go along with just these kind of like vague Uh, days worth of interest I'm going to tell you about. Uh, So for a 12-month CD, you would lose 60 days of interest if you withdrew your money early from the CD, and that would come out to about $35. Uh, If you have a three-year CD, you would lose 90 days of interest. That's about $54. And if you have a five-year CD, you're giving up 150 days of interest, so $87. So as you can see, there is a cost to taking out your money early from a CD, and that's why I recommend... Only use a CD if you know for sure you're not going to need this money. So, you know, don't throw your whole emergency fund in there because you're going to end up losing out on some interest to take it out of that account if you need it. But because there is this penalty, banks do try to entice you to give up some of that access to your money by giving you a higher interest rate. Now, with the high yield savings accounts that we have now, the incentive to open up a CD isn't as strong as it once was. Uh, Going back to Ally Bank, uh, their high yield savings accounts right now pay 4.35%. Uh, the rate on a 12 month cd would be 4.9%. So, yeah, it, the cd is higher, but you know, it's about a half a percent higher. This is really the difference between $44 of interest and $50 in interest. So, you know, it's not not a crazy amount of money. Uh, but if we look at a more traditional bank like Citibank for example, their savings accounts are paying 0.03% interest. Uh, so, not much at all, whereas a 15 month cd uh, offers a 4% interest rate right now. So that's the difference between 30 cents of interest or $41 worth of interest over 12 months. So, you know, in that case, yeah, CD looks way better than uh, a regular old savings account would be. After a quick break, we're going to get into how you should be using a CD with the help of a question from a listener. When it comes to how and when you should use a CD, let's start with this question that I got in from Jackie. Uh, So this is what Jackie wrote. An honest and actual feeling of excitement when I heard you were doing CDs next week. I've been planning to start saving for a new car in about five years or so. My question, should I put my down payment into the higher one year 5% CD or the lower five year 4% CD? Especially if right now my high yield savings account is getting about 4.6%. I understand my high-yield savings account can change at any time, but is it better to bank on this sure thing at a whole 1% less or use the collective power of my emergency fund to up my future car's nest egg? Just wondering if you had any advice on where to store this chunk of change right now. Thanks for your podcast. I found it easy to understand and very informative. Uh, So first of all, thank you very much, Jackie. I appreciate that question and the kind words. And let's first start with what Jackie's talking about here as an example, as a great example, really, of how you would use a CD. Uh, Because with a CD, you wanna put money in here that you're not going to need for a while. We're talking like a year plus. Also, the money you're putting in here, it's not going to hurt you if you lose access to it. Because I mentioned, you know, your money's tied up when you put it into a CD. So you wanna make sure there's money that you're not going to need for any other emergencies. So in this scenario, we have Jackie who's saving for a car, but I'm assuming she also probably has some other savings on the side. So if this money for a car is locked up, she has some other funds that she can dip into uh, if she gets into a situation that she needs some money. Uh, and lastly, this is for a short-term goal, so buying a car. You know that's something that's you know in this case five years away, uh, versus something like retirement that's you know decades away. In that situation, you'd want to invest that money because you're going to be able to get more than likely a higher return over that longer period of time. Now, on to Jackie's actual question. So she's basically deciding between three choices, putting her money in a one-year CD that pays 5%, a five-year CD that pays 4% interest, or just leaving her money in her high-yield savings account, which right now is paying 4.6%. When looking at these three options, this is what my mind kind of went to first. So a five-year CD, that gives you stability, right? Like, yes, the interest rate is lower than the one year, but you're getting to lock in that interest rate for a whole five years, for pretty much the entire time that she's going to be waiting to save up for this car. On the other hand, with this one year CD, you're getting a great interest rate, like 5% is a really great interest rate. But the downside of this is, this is just a 12 month CD, right? After that's over, you're going to have to take that money and put it into a new CD. And at that point, interest rates could be lower. And then lastly, with a high yield savings account, that rate could just change and probably will change multiple times over the next five years. So you kind of get a similar impact to the one-year CD. Uh, the rates could just end up dropping and falling over the next five years. The reason why any of this right now is a concern is that the Federal Reserve has mentioned that they could they could lower interest rates in the future. And I wish I could predict the future and know exactly when this is going to happen. If I could predict the future, I hope that that wouldn't be the only thing I could predict. Maybe like some lottery numbers or something else, but if I could predict the future, I will let you all know when this was going to happen, but nobody really knows when or how much interest rates are going to change. And we could go by their meeting notes. They put out, you know, uh, these reports on some of their thoughts and analysis when it comes to interest rates. And in their most recent one that they put together back in December, most of them predicted a half a percent to 1% decrease at some point in 2024. Then another half to 1% in 2025. And then maybe the same thing again over in 2026. Now the Fed, they can't predict the future either, right? Like nobody knows exactly what's going to happen. Uh, And they're just making these projections and they will likely probably change as more data comes out because that's what we want, right? If some new information comes out that makes them think differently, obviously, uh, they should make a better decision based off of the new information. Uh, But I think it's safe to say that at some point in the next year or so, we'll probably see interest rates come down a little bit. So what I decided to do was run a few scenarios for Jackie here uh, using uh, $5,000. I just made the number up. I don't think she actually (laughs) said an amount in her email. Uh, So... If she was to take this $5,000 and put it into a five year CD paying 4% interest, she would end up with $1,100 in interest at the end of that five year period. So pretty nice, right? Now, if she were to put this money instead into a one year CD paying 5%, I had to make some assumptions, right? Because I don't know what interest rates are going to be a year from now. So I kind of use a little bit of what the Fed was saying to come up with some just random assumptions here. So I just assume that, you know, 5% this year. Next year, interest rates on the same CD would drop by a percent, so it would be a 4% CD in year two, and then it's going to drop another 1% and be a 3% CD in year three, and then I just held that out for the last two years. So using that scenario, Jackie would end up with $985 in interest at the end of five years, so less than the five-year CD, but still a good amount of money. And high-yield savings account scenario, it was just, you know, that's too complicated because that interest rate can just change at any time. But the results will probably be similar to what we saw with the one-year CD kind of rotation that we were doing there. So my thought with all of this information was, if this was me, I would probably go with the five-year CD just because it's one, the easiest option. You just put it in there, five years from now, you take the money out, plus your interest, you're good to go. Now, I don't know, if Jackie is going to continuously be saving money between now and then five years from now when she buys this car. Because if she is continuing to save money from now until then, the problem with the CD is that most of them don't allow you to put more money in. It's like a locked product. Like you put whatever money you wanna save into that account and it just sits there. And so in that case, you would have a chunk of money, whatever you have today to be able to put into that CD. But then after that, what do you do with the rest of the money? Uh, In a situation like that, what you could do is use a mixture of a CD and a high yield savings account. And so you whatever money you have available now, throw that in a five year CD and then any extra money, you put that into your high yield savings account. You kind of use them in conjunction, right? So you get the benefit of a locked in interest rate now. And then if interest rates do fall, it'll only affect the new money that you're putting into that high yield savings account. Uh, One other option is something called a CD ladder. And I don't think I've ever talked about this before on the podcast, but uh, this is essentially where you stagger CDs. So you open up one CD. For example, let's say you put in whatever money you have now into your five year CD at paying you four percent. Then you continue to save money over the course of the year and you can put that into your high yield savings account. And then once you get to the end of the year, you take whatever money you've saved up and then you put that into a four year CD. Then you repeat that process every year putting that new money into a CD with a slightly shorter term, like a term that's a year shorter than the previous year. And so what you're doing is you're kind of staggering these so that by the time we get to five years from now, all that money has sat in some CD for some period of time and they're all going to end at the same time. So five years from now, all those staggered CDs will mature and you can take that money out. Uh, And that's what a CD ladder is. Sometimes you can do it like that to where you're trying to hit a specific date. Other times you're doing it to where um, every year a new CD is going to reach the end of its term. And that way you can always have a, like a window of time where you can access some money out of one of those CDs and everything's not locked up. I know that was a lot of information, but Jackie, I hope I answered your question. I hope that was helpful. If not, please feel free to reach out to me again. And for the rest of you, I hope you all feel like you understand CDs a, a little bit better than you did before you started this episode if you have any questions for me after listening to this, you can always reach out to me by emailing me at questions at or on social media, you know, just look for popcorn finance on Instagram or TikTok and you'll find me there. I'll be back next Tuesday with episode three in our savings series, where we'll be discussing money market accounts. Uh, this is an account that I don't think many people even think of. I don't even know if I know someone personally who has a money market account. Uh, it's a weird, it's a weird situation. And I'm excited to to hop into that next week and kind of break that down a little bit more. Uh, If you have any questions about money market accounts, other than what is a money market account, because I'm sure a lot of you have that question, uh, again, reach out to me, email me, send me a message over on Instagram or TikTok, and I will try my best if it gets in early enough to incorporate it like I did Jackie's question into that episode. But as always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.